1: we are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati going to stay on the offensive side of the ball running backs i don't think i i'm surprised with the preseason because chris evans was showing some potential uh we joked before or i at least joked before the preseason game started that the hype is going to come back for chris evans and i feel like it's back for cincinnati Bengals fans you have chase brown um who i felt looked pretty good in preseason game number three uh, Joe Mixon's obviously RB number one. And then Travion Williams uh, to be determined on on everybody's role outside of Joe Mixon. But what do you think about carrying four running backs right now?
0: Yeah, that was what I thought would happen. I mean, Chris Evans did enough to keep his job. I don't know where all this thought that seemed to creep up last week about, like, could Travion Williams' job be in danger? Based off everything they said, he's the third down back. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's probably going to play more than either of the, the – well, any of the running backs that are that were playing in the preseason, like I think if push came to shove, they would have kept him over Chris Evans. But Chris yeah. Evans did enough, and I think he showed that he can be a viable part of the offense and the reserve. And I don't think – the kick return thing, I think they liked – I think they like – didn't Travion do a better job at that? If I'm remembering correctly, like Chris Evans got a few opportunities, didn't show much, and then they put Travion in that spot, and he did. So – I don't know. Like, I I just, I always thought Travion was making the team and then I'm listening to the podcast, looking on Twitter and I start seeing projections that are like Travion Williams cut. And I'm like, well, that's not happening guys. Like there's a few guys and we're going to get to some others that I felt like people were kind of bending over backwards, reaching a little bit to be like, well, this is how you keep this guy on the roster, you cut this guy. And then I'm like, well, that's not happening. So this guy's not making the roster.
1: hmm Yeah, I, I agree with you. They've um they've like Travion for a little for a little while. And
0: they signed um, him. This isn't yeah. like a rookie deal. They went out and paid him money. And then everything I've heard from the actual staff has been he's the third down back. And I guess it's a little bit of a competition, which how does that get decided? I have no idea at this point because you just have practice and then the first regular season game. Um, but yeah, I I think he's gonna I think he'll be out there against Cleveland in two minute drills and three and third downs.
1: Yeah, everything seems to be going just fine for Travion um now that he's back out there. Uh four running backs, no real, no real surprise. Didn't they do that last year too? The four running backs.
0: Yeah, and yeah, because you can name them, what, Nixon, P. Ryan, Travion, and...
1: Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. And then
0: eventually Chris Evans is a healthy scratch for, you know, the rest of the year. But still, like, yeah, they, they went four running backs last year. It's not unheard of at all.
1: Yeah. So um, hopefully they can get the run game going, really. I mean, that's going to be one of the biggest things with this offense that I, I want to see. Um, and, you know, we, we talked about explosive plays, but I just want to see them balanced. I want to... I want. Look, I love when Joe Burrow's throwing the ball to his wide receivers, but also need to get the run game going, and I hope we do see that. To be, de- be determined on what it looks like early on, Um, you know, and what Chase Brown's role is as a rookie. But, um, but yeah, four backs. We'll go to the wide receiver room right now. Ian Rappaport tweeted out, a little surprising when he mentioned Trent Taylor. We've been talking that Trent Taylor was probably going to be the one that didn't make the roster. Wow. Um, not too surprising if you follow the Cincinnati Bengals and the load depth they have in the wide receiver room. Um, Charlie Jones looks like they believe in him as a special teams guy. Andre was the preseason star. Trent Irwin, he's there. And then, of course, you have uh, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. No real surprises there.
0: My surprise is Stanley Morgan didn't make it. Special teams ace, honorary fullback. Those were our two guys last year, right? Like who was why I picked Stanley and you picked Trent Taylor. Wrong, Trent. You could have killed me if you went Trent Irwin.
1: Oh, man, I wish I would have said Trent Irwin. I really do. I really do. Um, Yeah, Stanley Morgan, I still feel like he's back. I think he's going to be Yeah,
0: practice squad type. But I thought he was going to make the active roster. Just what he does on special teams. And Mm -hmm. um, they did use him quite a bit last year. I mean, not as much as Trent Irwin, but at least down the stretch, I think more than Trent Taylor and more than anybody else they're throwing out there just because he was the guy when they wanted to get heavy and just pound the rock, it was him. It wasn't somebody else. So it'll be interesting to see who they use for that role. Or do they just put anybody out there, and maybe that's the whole RPO thing? is they're not going to ask. Uh, they're not going to have a wide receiver that's going to reduce down and try to slam into guys. They're just like, hey, let's just spread it out and let him kind of take guys away instead.
1: Yeah, and uh, we'll stay with weapons. We can call them Irv Smith Jr., Mitch Wilcox, and uh, Drew Sample. They're rolling with that in the tight end room. I don't think the Bengals – I feel like a broken record when I say this, but they just don't value like that, that tight end that everybody wants. Every time they see a tight end available, they're like, get that guy, get that guy, add him to the tight end room. I think they feel okay with their tight ends. And, and they like Drew Sample as a blocking tight end.
0: Some people were shocked about the Tanner Hudson thing, but I thought a little bit of a stretch for him to make the team. And it was never going to be at Drew Sample's expense. I mean <laughs> – Another guy, just like Trayvon, they went out, they signed him, they're clearly interested, they value him more than a lot of fans. I see why when they go 12 personnel is to run the ball. And, look, as exciting as Tanner Hudson was for some of the preseason, we have to remember, like, a lot of that's against, like, back of the roster guys. And it wasn't – I don't think – I don't know. I I thought he looked pretty good in the last game. But, again, preseason and back of the roster types, he was mostly doing that damage against. uh, He's not a blocker. Like, they didn't even ask him really to block. So Mm -hmm. that tells you what they thought about it. Um, They want their second and third tight ends to be able to block because if you're not going to be a great receiver, then they even ask their first string to block, too, more than those guys are usually capable of. So – that is why I always thought Drew Sample was safe. I just thought he was a unique value for the tight end room because you need at least one of these guys to be able to really block. Wilcox can block better than Hudson. And also, I think, what, is he still the emergency long snapper? Yeah. <laughs> Anything we've forgotten, unless Hudson could long snap. Look, people hated what he did. I thought it was admirable. Like he went out there and he put that first snap. It was a little slow. Yeah. But who the heck else could have done that? Because long snappings didn't. We talk so much about this. You can't just ask Ted Karras to go out there. or Trey Hill to oh. just go snap a football. It's so different. Long snapping versus center snapping. Very, very different. So who else had the ability to go out there and do that? Otherwise you just got to go for two. And that, don't feel great about that versus an extra point. With a guy who put an accurate snap there, it was just a little slow. Second one, high. He, he I think the first one getting blocked, which yeah. to me was more it's on the bad. protection. It was more on the protection though. It they was. let a guy through. They let a guy through. If they didn't do that, it goes through. Nobody talks about this. And Wilcox is a hero instead it gets blocked and then i think that got onto his head so he tried to snap the back the next one faster and then i ended up going high and then that's why that one misses so uh it's a long talk about something that happened a full year ago that i doubt that many people care about but i do think it does play a tiny factor when you show that you can do something else that's valuable like hey i can emergency long snap if cal gets hurt and you're not going to use me as a long snapper next week but in a pinch yeah you can trust me to go out there and do that so I don't know. I think he showed some value there. I I wouldn't have been surprised at all if Hudson made it over Wilcox, but yep. building the case for Wilcox isn't that hard.
1: Yeah, for Mitch, um, it really kind of felt like this offseason because he, he um, joined the Bengals late. Maybe he thought he would have an opportunity elsewhere, um, and the Bengals, I think, always had interest in bringing him back. Uh, not to say he was going to be tied in one or anything like that, but they're very familiar with them and um, I'm fine with it. I really am. I- I'm, I'm excited about the potential with Irv Smith jr. I really am. There's so many other players to talk about and I still feel like we're not giving him enough credit on what he might be able to do with this offense and Joe Burrow. So uh, we'll see what that looks like in about a week. And uh, I know we talked about Joe Burrow in our first segment, so we won't go back to Joe, even though we can talk Joe all the time when he signs an extension, we'll do three segments on him, but his backup quarterback, it's, been finalized, I guess, I I mentioned before, it never really feels like the 53 man's done on cut day, that they'll do a few more signings, maybe they'll add a third quarterback to the practice squad, Um, we'll see what that looks like in the next 24 to 48 hours for the Cincinnati Bengals, or even the next week, but it looks like Jake Browning, who... They brought up last year, I think a lot of people remember this, he actually told the media. Um, the Bengals ended up bringing him up, up towards the end of regular season or the last few games, and I think other teams had an interest in him. So the Bengals brought him up, he got his game checks, and um, I still think they they have a good connection with Jake Browning. Um, when you compare the two with Trevor Simeon and Jake, it felt like Jake had the better preseason overall, not to say it was all that great, but it was better. Game three. Um,
0: nail yeah. co- nail in the coffin uh Simeon with the interception was bad but there were two separate plays one a touchdown and the other one 15 yard game that he ends up getting nothing on because yeah. he just didn't see it or didn't feel comfortable throwing with the pressure so that just that's probably you know like browning playing well and not, uh, was already gonna be tough for him but then he came out and he played pretty good and then yeah. threw that pick and then just went downhill and he started missing some stuff so I mean, I hope Trevor gets a job somewhere else, but I did think it was a stark. That was the first preseason game that I went, oh, OK, like that's there's a stark difference here.
1: Yeah, well, a little surprising, too, because I thought when they signed or they brought Trevor in, I was like, you know what? This might be OK. He has experience as an NFL quarterback. Bring him in as a backup. It really felt like they wanted to move on from Brandon Allen, try something different. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're, they're going to keep a familiar quarterback as QB number two. Um, I still feel like they'll bring in someone to be a practice squad quarterback, um, and and maybe they see some guys who are going to be available via the um, the waiver wire. So you think they'll
0: go and try to find a different backup on the waiver? No. Wire? Okay.
1: I don't. I think that some they interesting will, names. I just uh, I feel like that's look teams do it all the time, and sometimes you just have to do it according to injuries or how teams feel about their backup quarterback position. But I just feel like hey. They're going to roll with Jake Browning and they bring in another one for a practice squad, but I could be wrong. They could end up taking somebody who was uh cut by the Patriots today because they currently only have one quarterback on their roster. Uh, yeah. I don't, who, who do you see? That would be a potential backup quarterback.
0: I don't know. Like I do think Bailey Zappi is interesting just because he played pretty decent in the NFL, not just mm-hmm. like preseason darling type thing. Um, PJ Walker, same deal. He did okay. some, he won some games. Never forget. Didn't do well against Cincinnati, and I wonder if that plays in their mind. Like, he went, like, two of ten for two yards and two picks at halftime and got benched. So, I don't know. Maybe that plays into it. It's like, eh, we saw that guy kind of stink it up live. But, you know, Zappi's interesting. I think um, those are the main two I, I could think. Of. Will yeah. Greer, some people were excited about, but he seems more like a preseason, darling Like, why I, – I would just – what i would move on from browning for is a guy that's done it in the nfl i think that's the only thing i think of is a guy that's won games and like showed competent level control of an offense in the nfl if it's a guy that just did well in the preseason Mm -mm. browning did okay in the preseason like who cares but you know if it is a pj walker or a bailey Zappi, i my interest is slightly peaked i don't think this is one of those like get him or you know we're screwed I think it's just like, uh, yeah, those are two interesting names available at quarterback for a team that probably doesn't feel great about its backup quarterback.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's fair to say the Cincinnati Bengals don't feel that great about their backup quarterback position. And maybe there's a guy that they feel comfortable with and they'll end up bringing him in and Jake Browning's not on the roster anymore um, or they still carry three. So I don't know. We'll see what that looks like. But, uh, but yeah, Trevor, he might lean on another practice squad or maybe they bring him back for their own practice squad. But it just feels like um, I agree with you that preseason game number three kind of showed a little bit of distance between making that decision for them when it comes to quarterback. Number two, defensive side of the ball, I want to get to that next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.